When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Pardon the interruption, but I'm Mike Wilbon. Tony, NASA plans to launch pictures of naked humans into space to attract aliens? And Tony Kornheiser, they rejected my selfie. How do they know what aliens are into? Really? What do you know? You know, you know, people, if I was czar of the world, I would just walk through places, workplaces, buildings. I would just fire people. And the people, whoever came up with this is out of a job. Get out, you're fired. Your whole staff, fired. Everybody in the building, fired. We don't really think that aliens look like us, do we? We don't, we don't really think that, do we? Welcome to PTI, boys and girls. In today's episode, the Warriors are rolling, the Heat have an edge, and Juwan Howard passes on possibly coaching the Lakers. But we begin today with the PGA Championship, PGA Championship. Justin Thomas came out of nowhere to win the playoff after all four Sunday leaders shot over par and fell back towards him. The most heartbreaking moment was when Mito Pereira, who began the round nine shots under par and needed only to par 18 to win the title, hit his tee ball into the water, double bogeyed, missed the playoff entirely. Wilbon, what are your thoughts on Thomas coming together as Pereira fell apart? Tone, I, I didn't know Pereira until yesterday. You know, I, I didn't really, wasn't really aware of him, and it became an interesting story, obviously. But what, what, what appeals to me about Justin Thomas is he hasn't clustered, you know, his majors in the, like, two years. I, I'm not going to say there's, there's been consistent, consistent winning, not of majors, of other tournaments. But I like that there's yeah. a thread, that he's a guy who's consistently around. He's at the top of leaderboards. He seems to be... You know, maybe not as prominent as Rory McIlroy, but a conscience of the sport of golf. I just like who he is. I like the fact that he's consistently a threat to win. He's always in contention. He's got a personality that golf should be pleased with. And he is one of the faces of golf. In this post-Tiger era, and yes, I know Tiger's still out there, but it's post-Tiger. He's one of the people, Tony, that I tune in every week to see. And yes, speed. Yeah. And they, they can all these, you know, Finau and Rom. And there's a lot of people, but 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 Justin Thomas is right at the top of that list. And I'm glad he won yesterday. I think he's good for the sport. So I watched almost all of it yesterday and much of it throughout the weekend. And my reaction when Pereira hit the ball in the water was the same as a lot of people of a certain age, which is Jean Vandeveld. Oh, yeah. my God, it's Jean Vandeveld one more time. Yeah. The difference is Vandeveld at least got into the playoff at the British Open, I think, in 1999. And Pereira I thought you said he got into the while. water. He got into the water, yeah. too. Well, <laughs> well, Pereira did not, you know, roll up his pants and try no. and hit it from, no, the, from the rinse. Uh, but the thing about Pereira is, and I felt terrible for him, but the thing about it is he was three over on the back nine. Justin Thomas, you can't win a major that way. Justin Thomas... Started the day six shots out, you know, and, and nobody thought that he would win. And what happened down the road 
was, although he won it, he didn't really win it the way most people win it. Other people fell back, and so he could get a shot at it. Mike, there was a chance if Will Zalatoris, who was in the playoff, who's not a great putter, if he doesn't make an eight-foot par save on 18, and he had missed those for three or four days, yeah. then Thomas is in alone. He's in alone at five He was under. seven I, back, gonna, Tony. He was seven shots off. He had to come, yeah. He had seven to come at one with, point. But, but that happens this in is a major very championships. Good thing. People fall back. This is a good thing for Justin Thomas and a good thing for the PGA Tour. Give me yes, a second on this. we agree on that. Justin no Thomas has all. two PGA championships. The, the PGA is the fourth major. Nobody would argue that. But two majors is two majors. Yes, He's it got is. the game. Yeah. He's got the, the natural instincts because everybody in his family is golf pros. And he's got the caddy to win a lot of majors. Well, he's got right? that in the too. last five years, so you're pointing out, He's on the short list. He's yes. there. The He's question for a lot of people is, why didn't he win more? And the good thing for the PGA Tour is his grandfather was a PGA Club pro. His father is a PGA Club pro. He yeah. ain't ever going to the Saudi Tour. He's the last guy on earth going to the Saudi That's Tour. That's a good point. So. Good point, Tom, which I'm sure they're happy about this morning. Over in the Western Conference of the NBA playoffs, Luka Doncic has been getting his points but the Warriors have been getting the wins. Luka had 40 in Dallas last night, but the biggest highlight involving him featured Andrew Wiggins throwing it down, young man, on his head. The Dubs are now up 3-0 in this best-of-seven series. Tony, do you see this as more about what the Warriors are doing or what the Mavericks are failing to do? Yeah, it's, it's both. I mean, I'll take it in order. Um, the Golden State Warriors were a great and still a very, very good veteran championship team. They pass it. They shoot it. They're selfless. I hate this word, Mike, but they do have a culture there. They do. These guys have been around a long time, um, and, and they know how to play basketball. When young kids come to that team, they watch how it works, and they take a couple of steps back. They don't try to dominate. They understand who the stars are on that team. They understand those three guys. And, and what Dallas is, Dallas has a great player. Dungeons is a great player. But in the modern NBA, and maybe in, forever in the NBA, one great player cannot win a title. He can't get through all those teams alone. You have to have a second all-star on a team. You just can't do it alone. So Dallas is a team right now that shouldn't have beaten Phoenix, and I don't really right. think has any particular chance against Golden State. I don't. No, Tony, I mean, Dallas shouldn't even be here. They're a year early, and good for them. I mean, J Jason Kidd, without saying that sentence, effectively said this in his postgame, that this is a process, and they're at the beginning of it, and they're not ready to take on Golden State. They shouldn't even be in there against Golden State. It's just a meltdown by the Suns that allowed Dallas there. But Dallas took advantage of its opportunity, and they're going to be a year yep. quicker to get through this process if they keep maturing. Dallas is not good enough. So this is not about Dallas. Dallas is not good enough. They need another player or two. They need some seasoning. Doncic is what, 23? And Doncic at one point said, hey, hey, give me, give me a break here because I'm sure the criticism is starting to rain down because they're 0-3. I'm 23 years old. I'm not, I don't know what to do yet. He doesn't. That was honesty, man. And Jason Kidd reiterated that after the game. Now let's get to Golden State. They're ready. They understand this. The Golden State will give you one every now and then. We've seen them do that in the finals. They hear the sweet Georgia Brown music in their heads, and they'll turn it over 23 times, and they'll just they'll give you one. 
I don't think that's going to happen. I think the Warriors know that time is short now. You don't get forever. Yeah. And they can return yeah. to the winner's circle and continue what they started years ago back in 2015. They can get back there. Don't throw somebody a game so that you then get a guy who's playing too much time and gets a sprained ankle or a bum knee. Get this series over with, and I think it's what the Warriors are doing that it's matters. good for the NBA. It's good for the NBA if Golden State makes the finals. People like Golden State. People yes. actively like Steph Curry. They actively like watching Klay Thompson and Draymond Green play. You know that it, Dallas, he's a great player, Doncic. He, he is. was a pro when he was 15. He is unafraid of anything that happens in a game. But I'm sorry, they need a better squad. It's Gladys Knight and the Pips. Go ahead Not and name all yet, the Pips. Though. Nobody yeah. can name the Pips. You got to, you know, so Golden State, good. We move now to the Celtics-Miami series. Wilbon, you're in Boston for game four tonight. The Heat lead 2-1, to one, but injuries may decide this game. Tyler Hero's out for Miami. Jimmy Butler and Kyle Lowry are not at full strength. Neither are Jason Tatum and Marcus Smart for Boston. Game four is often the pivotal game in a series. How important is tonight's game for the Celtics? Huge, Tony. Um, first of all, in the Garden two nights ago, in TD Bank Garden, I'm still saying Boston Garden, excuse me, um, it was a football game. That was a football game that broke out. And we, we knew it because Miami had to respond to its game two loss, and that's how they were going to respond. Talk about a culture. If we're going to talk about a, a, a franchise, a team that has a culture, identifiably so, the Miami Heat are one of them, just like Golden State is one of them. And so toughness, physical and mental toughness are the hallmarks of that as they are of a Pat Riley team. And so I think tonight, Tony, Boston has, has to answer – if, if the Celtics can physically answer, and that means Jason Tatum has to be Jason Tatum for real, and Marcus Smart has to be out there. Because to me, is Jason Tatum's the best player, and Jalen Brown may be a better player, but Marcus Smart is the heart and soul of these Boston Celtics. And so I think they have to respond. I think that I thought yeah. the winner of game two was going to be the winner of this series. I might have been premature, but I think the Celtics have to and will win tonight, and we're looking at six or seven games. So I like both these teams. I think they're good teams, play with each other. They're disciplined. They're well coached. I happen to think Boston is a little bit better, just a little bit better. But I'll give you Agreed. a statistic that I heard today that is actually incredible to me. These two teams have played 12 quarters so far. Miami has only outscored Boston in two of the 12 quarters, two. and they lead two to one. And why? Because in game one in Miami in the third quarter, they got them 39-14. That's plus 25. And the other night in quarter one of game three in Boston, they got them 39-18. That's plus 21. This is horrific. It's absolutely horrific. You, you cannot have this. I said to you last week that I thought in the Milwaukee series, Boston should have won six of the seven. And I look at this series, and except for those two quarters, Boston, to me, is up 3-0. So if you're coaching the team or you're the general manager of the team, I don't know how you do it, whether it's taking timeouts, whether it's substitution, or whether it's just screaming, but you have to avoid <laughs> that quarter. And when you do yeah. that, Mike, you can win the series by avoiding that quarter. Tony, it might be screaming because the turnovers from the two stars, from Tatum and Brown, are absurd. An absurd okay. number of turnovers. I think those guys had 13 between the two of them. That's a game's worth. And the Celtics had something like 18 turnovers in the half, the first half of the night, 
when, when, when Miami broke away. So you're right about that. And the 10 to two quarters thing is misleading because when they bury you one quarter, you know, every other game, they can lead this series and they do. Let's take a break. Coming up, did Juwan Howard make the right move by turning down the Lakers? Yeah, that's a call to no-brainer. And what should we make of the Josh Donaldson, of Josh Donaldson, calling Tim Anderson Jackie and everything that has followed? You thought they would win in five, Boston. I told you, hold on a second, Sparky. The spine of this Miami team has won stuff. PTI fans, listen up. Have you heard you can listen to episodes of this very show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with your Prime membership? That's right. All your favorite PTI episodes can be heard on Amazon Music ad-free. But that's not all. You can listen to other top podcasts like The Low Post and First Take ad-free as well. They also have your favorite shows like The Daily, Part of My Take, and Up First, all without ads. You know what this means. Uninterrupted listening, so no more cliffhangers. Amazon Music offers the most ad-free top podcasts, so we know they definitely have something for you. And it's already included in your Prime membership. To start listening, download the Amazon Music app for free or go to Amazon.com slash PTI. That's Amazon.com slash PTI to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Vivid Seats wants to get you to the games you love this spring. Experience every pitch, assist, and game-winning shot live and in person. And the best part? Each transaction is a step toward a free 11th ticket with Vivid Seats Rewards. Score unbeatable perks like free tickets, surprise seat upgrades, and annual birthday deals. As the official ticketing partner of ESPN, Vivid Seats is offering you $20 off your first $200 ticket purchase with code PTI. That's code PTI. Visit vividseats.com or download the app today. Vivid Seats. Experience it live. Let's be honest, if you're writing emails to a TV show, you've clearly got issues. Mail time! The first one <laughs> really? Juwan Howard reportedly turned down overtures from the Lakers to stay at Michigan. Was that the wise move? Of course, not just wise. It's the move. It, Juwan Howard doesn't need that. I mean, there'll be other jobs if Juwan Howard wants to leave Michigan and go to the NBA where he played for, God, it seems nearly 20 years. It wasn't 20. But Juwan understands the culture, to go back to that word, of all these places. He's got a job that he's going to be securing, even though there was a little dust up, a little flap a few weeks ago. I mean, Juwan Howard's not going to get just thrown out of, the, the, out of Michigan like he would the Lakers if they don't win in two years. The Lakers are a bad team. Right now it's not a good job. They don't have a squad. they got to figure out who's going to be on that team besides LeBron James. They haven't figured that out. Not a good job. Don't take it. Ask Steve Kerr about not taking a bad job and waiting for a good one. All right, so I'm not going to dispute what you're saying. I am going to say that it surprised me a little bit for a variety of reasons. Really? Juan was trained as a coach in the NBA. He spent more years as an assistant in the NBA than he did in college even now with Michigan. Rob Polinka was his college teammate. LeBron James was his NBA teammate. To me, and there's the historic lure, historic, not now, not current, but historic lure of the Lakers. And I, I think it's hard to coach in college now, Mike, with the transfer portal. I think it's hard to build a team. Yeah. I, I don't think you know Remember who's going to be there from one day to the next. Be there. But yeah, He's but my that. guess is, my guess is that the Lakers is a terrible job right now. It is. LeBron chews through coaches, and as you say, Juwan's two sons 
are going to be on his team this year. So in my mind, Mike, it's just bad timing by the Lakers. It doesn't mean Juwan won't leave for yes, some other place are. down the road. No, it doesn't. It doesn't. And he, he will hopefully pick a much better job than the Lakers are yeah. right now. Your thoughts on Josh Donaldson calling Tim Anderson Jackie and Anderson's home run in last night's game. Now, we got a little news to report, Tony. Major League Baseball has given Josh Donaldson a one-game suspension and an undisclosed fine. And Michael Hill, who's involved with discipline for MLB, says that regardless of intent, he called Donaldson's use of Jackie, directed at Tim Anderson, quote, disrespectful and in poor judgment, close quote. Um, Tony, I don't know these two guys to know whether or not Donaldson is really telling the truth, saying, wait a minute, we have history and we've joked about this. And I think that there's some context here, which is what he's saying. And Anderson is saying, no, there's no context. He used this in a derogatory way. I think instead of fining and suspending anybody, Major League Baseball should get these two guys together and say, you're going to sit in the room. We're going to talk about this. We're going to put either your agent with you, each one of you, or we're going to put somebody from MLB. How about Rob Manfred? And let Major League Baseball do something that's creative for a change instead of just being reactive. This could be bothersome, but it may be less than that. Each guy has something to say here, an opinion to form and shape. I want to hear from them, but I want them to hear from each other. Do something smarter than fine and suspend. Yeah, so I agree with you on that. Um, I'm, my footing is a little unsteady on this particular issue because I think too. of Jackie Robinson obviously in a different way than Donaldson thinks of Jackie Robinson. And I do know that Anderson proclaimed himself in an article a couple of years ago. He said, I'm going to be today's Jackie Robinson. Yeah. I'm going to change the game. So there's all that. And they have personal history. Those two have personal history. I think that they should, yeah, I'm not crazy about a fine and a suspension. I agree with you. Sit down in a room and come out with a position where you both understand each other. Because this this feels feels odd to me. It doesn't solve anything. It doesn't advance anything. It doesn't make people address anything. And Major League Baseball so often just does the laziest, dumbest things when it comes to trying to figure out how to solve anything. Come on. This is too easy to do. Put them in a room. So there's a word, they're talk there's about a word it. that describes there's a word that describes Donaldson. It's a six-letter word. I can't say it on the air, but the first yeah. three letters are R-E-D. He's a bench jockey. Enough email. Yeah. Let's take one last break. Still to come, a brutal beginning to the French Open for some of the women's top seeds. And Jimbo Fisher and Nick Saban are having quite the off-season rivalry, aren't they? They seem to be at it again. Chapter 2. It's, a, it's not redneck, not at all. It's no, six but red, not seven. Red, red's in there. Uh, and it's so unique to baseball all the time. That's, yeah, that's a unique baseball to baseball. Word. He's always yes. got something to say. He's in the middle. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out electric e-bikes today. The number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two. Electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus! Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again 
by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S.com. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Happy time, people. Happy 66th birthday, Buck Showalter. Showalter is back managing in the big leagues, this time with the Mets, who he has in first place in the National League East. Showalter previously managed the Yankees for four seasons, the Diamondbacks for three, Texas for four, and the Orioles for nine seasons. He stands 23rd all-time in wins with 1,579. Showalter has a reputation as a manager who will improve your team immediately, but wears on them before they win big. Showalter's never been to the World Series. Incidentally, his nickname comes from his minor league habit of walking through the clubhouse buck naked. Tony, never having been to the World Series, there's the surprise there. I don't think anybody would argue and say Buck Showalter's not a good manager, but never to the World Series. Wow. Happy anniversary, Maurice Green. Excuse me, on this day 18 years ago, after running a wind-aided 9.78 in the 100 meters in the Adidas Track Classic, Green showed the world how fast he thought he was. Two-time Olympic gold medalist took off his shoes, got his buddy to grab a fire extinguisher and hose them down. It's sad what's happened to track in America. There was a time when the fastest in the 100 was the fastest man in the world and celebrated. Usain Bolt, likely the greatest 100 man of all time. Carl Lewis, Ben Johnson, 100 and solo. We both saw Wilbon, one of the great events ever. Now nobody in America knows who's the best American sprinter or even cares. I know, Tony. I ran into Mo Green in London on the way into the World Track and Field Championships in 2017. And he talked about how he loved the fact that we observed this. And you and I are like dinosaurs, the last two people on sports television in America who care about track and field. And I sat with Ronaldo Nehemiah that day, too. So how great for me to do that and watch Usain Bolt after being with those guys. Loved it. Happy trails to four of the women's top ten seeds at the French Open. It's only the first day on the clay at Paris. Already the number two seed, defending champion Barbora Krejcikova, is gone, losing to France's Diane Parry. Number five seed, Annette Kontaveit, bounced by Isla Tomjanovic. Number six seed, Anz Jabor, I hope I got that right, is out, losing to Poland's Magdalenette. And 10th seeded, Garbina Muguruza is out, losing to Estonia's Kaya Kinepe. All this doesn't count unseated Naomi Osaka losing to American Amanda Anisova as she did in the Australian Open in January. Osaka then said she's leaning towards not playing Wimbledon. Man, there are a lot of great players, young players coming and going. But of those, Tony, that you mentioned, to me, tennis needs Osaka. I mean, a lot of great players. I want to see all these players with this upcoming big season of summer in tennis. But I want to see Naomi Osaka most. Quick to the big finish. Jimbo Fisher, your boy, and Nick Saban. Been going back and forth over NIL. Your thoughts? Somebody ought to get them in a room. I mean, like, you know, (laughs) they need to talk it out. Please. (laughs) Early voting won the Preakness. Early voting. Were you impressed with that? I confess, I missed it. I was watching the PGA. I forgot about it. I thought Epicenter would win. I missed it. Mr. Horsey. Man City won their Premier League title. Is that a big deal? 
Yes, fourth title in five years in the dramatic comeback win on the final day. Colt signed Nick Foles to a two-year deal to back up Matt Ryan. Is that a good idea? Frank Reich had him in Philadelphia, but Frank Reich also had Carson Wentz in Philadelphia, and that didn't work out. Last one, Yuning, you're the only guy who says this, can yeah. sweep out the Panthers tonight. Do you think they will? I hate that they will, but apparently they will. They're kind of like the Warriors, Tony. I mean, they're working on a third straight championship. Looks like they may get it. We're out of time. We'll try and do better the next time. Murray Softball and Margaret Todd, shout out. I'm Mike Wilbon. Same time tomorrow, Knuckleheads. Check out NBA Countdown at 8 p.m. Eastern on ABC tonight. And now, here's SportsCenter. How did I do on those names? I thought Very I did impressive. well. I was scared. I'll give you death. A minus. Oh. A minus on the names. Holy scared.